Genesis 42 18-43-34. And on the third day he said to them, I fear God. So do this and you will live. If you are honest, leave one of your brothers in custody while the rest of you go and take back grain to relieve the hunger of your households. Then bring your youngest brother to me so that your words can be verified, that you may not die. And to this they consented. Then they said to one another, Surely we are being punished because of our brother. We saw his anguish when he pleaded with us, but we would not listen. That is why this distress has come upon us. And Reuben responded, Didn't I tell you not to sin against the boy? But you would not listen. Now we must account for his blood. They did not realize that Joseph understood them, since there was an interpreter between them. And he turned away from them and wept. When he turned back and spoke to them, he took Simeon from them and had him bound before their eyes. Then Joseph gave orders to fill their bags with grain, to return each man's silver to his sack, and to give them provisions for their journey. This order was carried out. And they loaded the grain on their donkeys and departed. At the place where they lodged for the night, one of them opened his sack to get feed for his donkey, and he saw his silver in the mouth of the sack. My silver has been returned. He said to his brothers. It is here in my sack. Their hearts sank, and trembling, they turned to one another and said, What is this that God has done to us? When they reached their father Jacob in the land of Canaan, they described to him all that had happened to them. The man who was lord of the land spoke harshly to us and accused us of spying on the country. But we told him, We are honest men, not spies. We are twelve brothers, sons of one father. One is no more, and the youngest is now with our father in the land of Canaan. Then the man who was lord of the land said to us, This is how I will know whether you are honest, leave one brother with me, take food to relieve the hunger of your households, and go. But bring your youngest brother back to me so I will know that you are not spies but honest men. Then I will give your brother back to you, and you can trade in the land. As they began emptying their sacks, there in each man's sack was his bag of silver. And when they and their father saw the bags of silver, they were dismayed. Their father Jacob said to them, You have deprived me of my sons. Joseph is gone and Simeon is no more. Now you want to take Benjamin. Everything is going against me. Then Reuben said to his father, You may kill my two sons if I fail to bring him back to you. Put him in my care, and I will return him. But Jacob replied, My son will not go down there with you, for his brother is dead, and he alone is left. If any harm comes to him on your journey, you will bring my gray hair down to Shoal in sorrow. Now the famine was still severe in the land. So when Jacob's sons had eaten all the grain they had brought from Egypt, their father said to them, Go back and buy us a little more food. But Judah replied, The man solemnly warned us, You will not see my face again unless your brother is with you. If you will send our brother with us, we will go down and buy food for you. But if you will not send him, we will not go. For the man told us, You will not see my face again unless your brother is with you. Why did you bring this trouble upon me? Israel asked. Why did you tell the man you had another brother? They replied, The man questioned us in detail about ourselves and our family, Is your father still alive? Do you have another brother? And we answered him accordingly. How could we possibly know that he would say, Bring your brother here? And Judah said to his father Israel, Send the boy with me, and we will go at once, so that we may live and not die neither we, nor you, nor our children. I will guarantee his safety. You may hold me personally responsible. If I do not bring him back and set him before you, then may I bear the guilt before you all my life. If we had not delayed, we could have come and gone twice by now. Then their father Israel said to them, If it must be so, then do this, put some of the best products of the land in your packs and carry them down as a gift for the man a little balm and a little honey, spices and myrrh, pistachios and almonds. Take double the silver with you so that you may return the silver that was put back into the mouths of your sacks. 
Perhaps it was a mistake. Take your brother as well, and return to the man at once. May God Almighty grant you mercy before the man, that he may release your other brother along with Benjamin. As for me, if I am bereaved, I am bereaved. So the men took these gifts, along with double the amount of silver, and Benjamin as well. Then they hurried down to Egypt and stood before Joseph. When Joseph saw Benjamin with his brothers, he said to the steward of his house, Take these men to my house. Slaughter an animal and prepare it, for they shall dine with me at noon. The man did as Joseph had commanded and took the brothers to Joseph's house. But the brothers were frightened that they had been taken to Joseph's house. We have been brought here because of the silver that was returned in our bags the first time, they said. They intend to overpower us and take us as slaves, along with our donkeys. So they approached Joseph's steward and spoke to him at the entrance to the house. Please, sir, they said, we really did come down here the first time to buy food. But when we came to the place we lodged for the night, we opened our sacks and, behold, each of us found his silver in the mouth of his sack. It was the full amount of our silver, and we have brought it back with us. We have brought additional silver with us to buy food. We do not know who put our silver in our sacks. It is fine, said the steward. Do not be afraid. Your God, the God of your father, gave you the treasure that was in your sacks. I received your silver. Then he brought Simeon out to them. And the steward took the men into Joseph's house, gave them water to wash their feet, and provided food for their donkeys. Since the brothers had been told that they were going to eat a meal there, they prepared their gift for Joseph's arrival at noon. When Joseph came home, they presented him with the gifts they had brought, and they bowed to the ground before him. He asked if they were well, and then he asked, How is your elderly father you told me about? Is he still alive? Your servant our father is well, they answered. He is still alive. And they bowed down to honor him. When Joseph looked up and saw his brother Benjamin, his own mother's son, he asked, Is this your youngest brother, the one you told me about? Then he declared, May God be gracious to you, my son. Joseph hurried out because he was moved to tears for his brother, and he went to a private room to weep. Then he washed his face and came back out. Regaining his composure, he said, Serve the meal. They separately served Joseph, his brothers, and the Egyptians. They ate separately because the Egyptians would not eat with the Hebrews, since that was detestable to them. They were seated before Joseph in order by age, from the firstborn to the youngest, and the men looked at one another in astonishment. When the portions were served to them from Joseph's table, Benjamin's portion was five times larger than any of the others. So they feasted and drank freely with Joseph. Matthew 13 47-14-12 Again, the kingdom of the heavens is like a dragnet having been cast into the sea, and having gathered together of every kind. Which when it was filled, they having drawn it up on the shore and having sat down, collected the good into vessels, and they cast out the bad. Thus will it be in the consummation of the age, the angels will go out, and will separate the evil from the midst of the righteous. And will cast them into the furnace of fire, where there will be weeping and gnashing of the teeth. Have you understood all these things? Yes, they say to him. And he said to them, Because of this, every scribe having been discipled into the kingdom of the heavens is like a man, a master of a house, who puts forth out of his treasure new and old. And it came to pass, when Jesus had finished these parables, he withdrew from there. And having come into his own region, he was teaching them in their synagogue, so that they are astonished and are saying, From where came to this one this wisdom and these miraculous powers? Is this not the son of the carpenter? Is not his mother called Mary, and his brothers James and Joseph and Simon and Judas? And are not all his sisters with us? Then from where came to this one all these things? And they were offended at him. But Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor, except in the hometown and in his own household. And he did not do many mighty works there, because of their unbelief. 
At that time Herod the Tetrarch heard the news of Jesus. And he said to his servants, This is John the Baptist, he is risen from the dead, and because of this, the miraculous powers are working in him. For Herod, having seized John, bound him and put him in prison, on account of Herodias, the wife of his brother Philip. For John had been saying to him, It is not lawful for you to have her. Although wishing to kill him, he feared the multitude, because they were holding him as a prophet. But on the birthday of Herod having been celebrated, the daughter of Herodias danced in the midst, and pleased Herod. Whereupon he promised with an oath to give to her whatever she should ask. And having been urged on by her mother she says, Give me here upon a platter the head of John the Baptist. And the king having been grieved, on account of the oaths and those reclining with him, he commanded it to be given. And having sent, he beheaded John in the prison. And his head was brought on a platter and was given to the girl, and she brought it to her mother. And his disciples having come, took the body and buried it, and having come, they told Jesus. Psalm 18 16-36. He reached down from on high and took hold of me, he drew me out of deep waters. He rescued me from my powerful enemy, from foes too mighty for me. They confronted me in my day of calamity, but the Lord was my support. He brought me out into the open, he rescued me because he delighted in me. The Lord has rewarded me according to my righteousness, he has repaid me according to the cleanness of my hands. For I have kept the ways of the Lord and have not wickedly departed from my God. For all his ordinances are before me, I have not disregarded his statutes. And I have been blameless before him and kept myself from iniquity. So the Lord has repaid me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands in his sight. To the faithful you show yourself faithful, to the blameless you show yourself blameless. To the pure you show yourself pure, but to the crooked you show yourself shrewd. For you save an afflicted people, but you humble those with haughty eyes. For you, O Lord, light my lamp, my God lights up my darkness. For in you I can charge an army, and with my God I can scale a wall. As for God, His way is perfect, the word of the Lord is flawless. He is a shield to all who take refuge in Him. For who is God besides the Lord? And who is the rock except our God? It is God who arms me with strength and makes my way clear. He makes my feet like those of a deer and stations me upon the heights. He trains my hands for battle, my arms can bend a bow of bronze. You have given me your shield of salvation, your right hand upholds me, and your gentleness exalts me. You broaden the path beneath me so that my ankles do not give way. Proverbs 4 7-10 Wisdom is supreme, so acquire wisdom. And whatever you may acquire, gain understanding. Prize her, and she will exalt you, if you embrace her, she will honor you. She will set a garland of grace on your head, she will present you with a crown of beauty. Listen, my son, and receive my words, and the years of your life will be many.